Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. All right, let's get this show started. Once again, it's the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Richard Holdridge. I'm looking forward to the weekend. We have got a great show for you. Episode 425 on this July 29th, 2022. This will be my last show in July. And then come August, I'm going to start revving things up for high school football But we do have several things to talk about here on the show. Later on, I'm going to have athletic director and head coach of the boys' varsity basketball team for St. Ann Pacelli, head coach Corey Black. He is going to be on the show to talk everything St. Ann Pacelli Vikings, and I'm looking forward to that interview. We got the Columbus Chattahoots in action tonight, game one of the semifinals in the SBL playoffs against the Atlanta Crackers. And if they're able to win tonight, they will travel up to Kennesaw State University on Saturday, and there will be a Game 3, if necessary, Monday night at Historic Golden Park. I had Zach DeBozart, the play-by-play announcer, on the show yesterday. That episode is really amazing. You should check it out. Uh, A lot of people have listened to it. I've shared it on the Chattahoots fans facebook page don't forget that the columbus lions are taking on the carolina cobras in the nal semifinals up in greensboro north carolina saturday night Uh, playoffs don't talk about playoffs you kidding me there's going to be watch parties all over the fountain city to include at the pizza place and outskirts sports bar and grill maybe ivy park they are a sponsor of the show that'd be nice But good luck to the Columbus Lions. The Jacksonville Sharks will take on the Albany Empire. And there is a shot that Columbus could host the NAL Championship game on Saturday, August the 13th, if Jacksonville beats Albany and if Columbus beats Carolina. So looking forward to watching that. And it's great to have these local teams in the playoffs here in Columbus as we got a lot going on. We have the media days for high school football. That is just around the corner. So what I'm going to have next week, I'm going to have WTVM Sports Director Jonathan Hopp, also host of Sports Overtime. We are going to talk a recap of the Columbus Chattahoots, Columbus Lions, and preview high school football. I had a little fun with this on my Twitter page. You know, I came out with rankings. I love doing rankings. When I had a show in college, we used to do a top 10 all the time. I love these rankings, and so I ranked, and this is my opinion, got a little slack for it, a lot of people have been talking about this, I ranked the top 10 teams from East Alabama. When I mean East Alabama, I mean the Chattahoochee Valley, so if you go all the way up to Northeast Alabama or Southeast Alabama, like Dothan and Eufaula, I I don't count them, I'm, I'm counting the Columbus, Phoenix City, Opelika area, so I... I 
listed the top 10. I'm going to reveal my top 10 for East Alabama and West Georgia. All right, starting with East Alabama, number 10, the Smith Station Panthers. And I know I'm a little biased because I do call Smith Station games. I got a lot of flack for this. Diehard Central fans joking around. I can't believe you put Smith Station on this list. Well, let me tell you something. Smith Station, I know they only won two games last year. They're going to be better this year. And, of course, I'll be calling that game August the 18th at T.C. Britton Field at Panther Stadium. The LaGrange Grangers taking on the Smith Station Panthers. Oh, it's going to be exciting. So Smith Station is number 10. Yes, I could have put Valley. I could have put Beulah. I could have put Beauregard. Booker T. Washington. There are some teams I could have put number 10. But I chose to put Smith Station number 10. Now, if you don't like it, you know, I'm going to do this ranking. This ranking is so popular, and everybody is retweeting it and talking about it, and it's got so many impressions on Twitter. It's just, it's blowing up. I'm going to do this weekly as we get into high school football season. I'm going to start doing this weekly. So Smith Station, I got at number 10. Number 9, I got Lochapoca. All right. Number 8, Notasogula. Number 7, the Lynette Panthers making a big playoff run last year. Number six, you got Chambers Academy. I know they're only 2A, but they went 10-2 and two last year. A very talented football program. Number five, and I'm not trying to be biased just because I'm the voice of the Russell County Warriors, but I got the Russell County Warriors led by head coach Dylan Griggs. They went 6-4 and four last year, the best winning record they've had in 13 years. They have the new teams in their region, and they should have a great season. Number four, the Glenwood Gators. And they open things up August the 19th at Demel Field against St. Ampicelli. Number three, the Opelika Bulldogs. Eric Speakman has got to make the move from 6A to 7A. How will Opelika respond? Now they get to play Central and Auburn in a region game. And that's where I have. I've got Auburn at number two. Remember, Auburn made a pretty decent run in the playoffs last year, but lost to Central. And then the number one team, the team that went to the state championship last year for 7A, however, lost to the Thompson Warriors 38-22, to the Central Red Devils, led by head coach Patrick Nix. You got A.J. Harris, the transfer from Glenwood, the five-star corner, committing to the University of Georgia. You got the four-star wide receiver, Carmelo English, committing to the University of Auburn. That is my top 10. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people are retweeting it. They're asking me, well, why didn't you put Valley number 10? And Valley is is mad that I did not put him in this top 10. Their Facebook page is saying that's going to be motivation for them this season. Well, I like Valley. In fact, I'm going to be calling one of the Russell County games. It's going to be up at Valley. Valley went down to 5A. I think Valley's going to have a good season this year. And who knows? I might put him in my top 10. So I'm going to reveal my top 10 every week that we have high school football. But starting in the season. This is my preseason top 10. Now moving on to West Georgia. Starting with number 10. There's a lot of teams I could have put here. But I put the Northside Patriots. I'm going to have Tyler Crowder on the show on Tuesday. We're going to talk a little bit about the Northside Patriots in 5A. They started the season 3-0 last year. They did have a COVID scare. Some of their games were canceled, and they went on a losing streak. They failed to make the playoffs. But I got them here at number 10. 
I could have put Greenville. I could have put uh, Columbus or Spencer, but I'm putting Northside here just because, you know, I could have put Calvary Christian. I mean, they're still uh, one of those teams, but I chose to put Northside here. Number nine, Brookstone. Brookstone and St. Ampicelli, they're going to be battling for that jug on October the 7th. That game is going to be at Brookstone. Number eight, I got the Manchester Blue Devils. They made a big state playoff run last year in single-A public. Number seven, I got the Harris County Tigers. Harris County is going to be playing Russell County on August the 26th. I will be calling that game. Number six, you got St. Ampicelli. I'm going to have the athletic director and the head basketball coach for the boys varsity team, Corey Black, on the show later. Number five, you have the Hardaway Hawks. It's going to be a little bit different for the Hardaway Hawks as they will stay in 4A. Will all the other teams move down to 3A and 2A? But Shaw is still there. It'll be interesting. Number four, Troop County. Now, why did I put Troop County number four and I put LaGrange number three when Troop County beat LaGrange? Troop County lost in the first round of the playoffs to Spalding last year. LaGrange made it to the second round of the playoffs. You could flip those two. Anytime that Troop County plays LaGrange, it doesn't matter who the home team is because they play at Callaway Stadium. I'm hoping to have the head football coach of the Troop County Tigers, Tanner Glisson, on the show sometime in the next couple of weeks. He's already been interested. I reached out to him, and that should be a good interview. Uh, number three, the LaGrange Grangers. Again, trying to get Matt Napier on the show, the head coach for the LaGrange Grangers. Michael Buchanan does the play-by-play for the Grangers. I'll be able to see him on August the 18th when the Grangers make the trip to Smith Station to take on the Smith Station Panthers. You got number two, the Callaway Cavaliers, making it all the way to the Final Four last year. They lost to Thomasville, who eventually lost to Fitzgerald. Callaway won a state title in 2020. They had an incredible 10-3 season last year. They will take on Opelika on August the 19th at Callaway Stadium. And the number one team in West Georgia, no surprise here, the Carver Tigers, led by head coach Pierre Coffey. There is a documentary series that's being aired on WRBL. Carver had an incredible run to the state championship. However, they did lose to Benedictine. So that's my list, and it's going to change every week. But the Carver Tigers will be number one for West Georgia. The Central Red Devils, number one for East Alabama. Will these two teams ever play each other? Well, I put a bug in a lot of people's ears. We could make this happen someday. That would be a dream scenario. I love high school football because of the dream matchups and seeing all these teams play. And I cannot wait for these games in a couple of weeks. All right, with that being said, I think it's time to bring on my next guest. He is the athletic director and head basketball coach of the Varsity Boys basketball team at St. Ann Pacelli. It is very special to be a St. Ampicelli Viking, and that atmosphere and their athletic programs are incredible. He's going to be on the show talking about that. You don't want to go anywhere. We will be back with a quick commercial break, and when we come back, I will have Coach Black on the show. Yeah. Stick around. 
Welcome back to the show. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, out of Noonan, Georgia. We are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill, Go Jump and Slide Inflatables, and Backwoods Barbecue. And on the show today, I have athletic director and the head coach of the Varsity Boys basketball team for St. Ann Pacelli, Coach Corey Black. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Richard. Excited to be here. I'm excited because we are getting close to high school football season. It's the most exciting time of the year in the Chattahoochee Valley. I want to talk about St. Ampicelli because you had a very successful season last year. You make the transition from GHSAA to now GISA, which is going to be rebranded to something else. But this gives you an opportunity to have a little bit of flexibility. And I cannot wait for that first game. August the 19th against Glenwood at Demel Field. What is that atmosphere going to be like for uh, the St. Ampicelli Vikings? It'll be really exciting. It'll be fired up. we got a lot of lot of interest in that game. I think it's one of those games that people ask every year, why don't you guys play each other? Well, we couldn't play each other before we when we was in the GHSA. Now we're in a new league. We're able to play those guys. So it's an exciting game that – People are fired up about it, and we're fired up about it. And uh, hopefully it'll be a competitive game and give people a chance to see some really good football on a Friday night when we start the year off. Typically, high schools in Columbus will play at two venues and soon to be a third venue. As you have Kennett Stadium, you have A.J. McClung Stadium, and then you have Otis Spencer Stadium, which will be ready week 10. But you guys have a special field, demo field. If anybody out there has not been to a game at St. Ampicelli. Demo Field is just a very special and unique environment. You have the baseball field that's also on there. It converts to the football field. Tell the average fan what that experience is like going to a St. Ampicelli Viking game on a Friday night at Demo Field. Oh, it's it's just like you going to Auburn game or a Georgia game or Alabama game. And we have big time tailgate before the game. Uh, you know, people people are all over the place. It's a really great atmosphere. It's a little different. Uh, you know, we're a private school, so we can do a couple things different. We can have a little, we can have a little fun, uh, a little different than some of those public schools can. But it, it's a crazy environment. People grilling, people out, just having a great time, and and what it's all about on Friday nights. It, it's a different different environment if you haven't experienced it uh, we invite you to come by and come check it out anytime coach i do want to talk about last season the vikings finished eight and three made it to the second round of the playoffs uh but the big game you're able to beat brookstone uh, at home 32 to nothing uh brookstone has always been a huge rivalry for saint ann pacelli and you're gonna see them again brookstone is also making that move to the independent league, and they're also going to play Glenwood. Uh, what does that rivalry uh, between Brookstone means? Uh, what does that rivalry between Brookstone mean to uh, the St. Ampicelli program? And is you can be a little biased here too. Is that the best rivalry in Columbus high school football? Uh, yeah, no question about it. Um, I've been to all of the rival games here, and the Brookstone and Pacelli game is just different. Um, it's it's there there it's 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 really special game, um, uh, it it, it means a lot. It, you know that game is one of those rival games that's been happening for years, and 
and it, it's it, it means everything to 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 a lot of our fans, of our, our students, athletes, coaches, alumni. It's a big deal to, to bring home that jug, and thank God we we had a chance to bring it home last year. As always, the Saint Anne Pacelli Brookstone rivalry game is a great game. You got to see it. It's quite an experience. Uh, this year, it's going to be at Brookstone. I know that the Saint Anne Pacelli fans will travel. But we do have a very interesting season where St. Ampicelli is going to kick things off. The first game is going to be August the 19th against Glenwood at Demel Field. And uh, we really look forward to seeing the Vikings in action this season for the 2022 season. Yeah, it's going to be a really good, good, fun game. We, you know, we started off with Glenwood coming here and um, hopefully we can have a really good crowd out and, have a chance to 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 be ready to play and, and, and put on a good show. And on October the 7th, that's when you will travel to Brookstone. Some of the other games that you have include uh, several teams like Mount D. Sales Academy out of Macon and uh, Heritage. Heritage is a familiar foe out of Noonan, Georgia. Uh, looking at the conference, I know with this reclassification and now you guys are jumping to the GIH, the GISA. Uh, what are the expectations this year for the St. Ampicelli football team? Just to get better every single day, get better every single day, get better every game. If you continue just to get better every day, you everything's gonna work itself out. You know, we all we all want to win the, the big the big championship. But if you win, if you win every day, if you win every day and, and get better every day, we got a thing we say one percent better every day. We continue to do that. All the other stuff will work itself out. So the so the ultimate goal is just to get better every day. Coach, you have a unique role at the school. Not only are you the St. Ampicelli's athletics director, but you are also the head boys varsity basketball coach. They had a 15 and 12 season last year, did make it into the playoffs, lost their regional tournament to Heritage, but was able to beat Eagles Landing Christian Academy 62 to 61. That was a very exciting game. But unfortunately, your season came to an end, uh, losing in the second round of the playoff to Kings Ridge Christian Academy out of Alpharetta. Uh, you getting ready for uh, the basketball team to start? Has the team uh, done any practices or drills getting ready for the upcoming season? Yeah, we have. We took the whole month of June to uh, work on ourselves and just figure out how we're going to be looking, you know, moving for for next season and we had a we had a productive summer we went over to columbus state played in their team camp we went to auburn and played in played in their team camp and we went to uh kennesaw state played in their team camp and we ended our summer down at panama city at a team camp down there and we just we just worked we just worked and, and, and tried to get better to bring this team back to, to have a chance to, to be pretty good this year. So we returned a lot. We only had one senior from last year's team. So uh, we, we, we bring everybody back, add a couple of young guys to it, and it's, it's, it can be pretty exciting with this team coming up. Also, the big news out of St. Ampicelli Athletics was that the legendary baseball coach Bobby Howard stepped down to take a baseball job down in Florida. So in comes Adam Thomas. He has experience at the collegiate level, coaching for the Chattahoochee Valley uh, Community College. Uh, 
he is going to take over for the 2023 season. So for St. Ampicelli baseball, who's always had a history of success, what type of coach are the Vikings getting in Coach Thomas? Experience, well-known, um, hard-worker coach. We're getting one of the best coaches out there. He's a He was inducted to the Hall of Fame of the Alabama Coaches Association. Got over 800 wins in his career at the college level. So the experience that he brings and his knowledge that he's bringing to our baseball team is, is top-notch, and we're excited and we're grateful that we had a chance to get him here. All right, Coach, so I know you are a fan of the game, fan of high school football. Looking around in all the high schools in the Chattahoochee Valley, I mean, you have uh, teams like Carver that went all the way to the state title, and uh, they have changed their reclassification. They're now 3A. Um, Hardaway, uh, I actually I had fun with this. I had a on my Twitter page, I ranked all the high school football teams in the Chattahoochee Valley. I took 10 teams from East Alabama and 10 teams from West Georgia. Of course, I ranked Carver number one. I know that St. Ampicelli, and you guys did play a 4A school last year. You defeated Jordan 44-6. to But when you look at the, the style of football that you play at the independent level, could you guys schedule a team like Carver or a team Ooh. like Hardaway and – and possibly play them someday? Uh that Carver Tigers, that's a that's a whole nother level of <laughs> program right there. Uh uh Hardaway top notch program. We could, you know, um if the coaches, you know, wanna agree to do it and, and, and get their schedules worked out. Um it, it's possible we're getting there. You know, it's a numbers thing. I think Carver dress out hundred twenty plus kids. Hardaway probably about the same. We rush out we dress out fifty kids, so it's a it's a numbers thing on 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 depth and that kind of stuff. And you know, being part, being a being a being a good coach, you know what makes you a good coach is you got to know how to schedule. So you know, uh, I, it could be something down the road in the years to come. Who knows? Now, is there a possibility that you guys could play a game at Kennett Stadium or Otis Spencer Stadium and and get away from the confines of Demel Field or do you want to keep that experience at Demo Field and, and use that home field advantage to your advantage? Oh, yeah. We it's, it's, we would love just to stay here and play at our home field. We feel like we have one of the best places to play in the uh, in the state of Georgia. No question, I feel it's special. Um, it's, it's a special place to play. So every opportunity we get to play in town, we hopefully it's at Diamond Field. Let's you know, we have to go to Brookstone next year. We'll go to Glenwood. But uh, hopefully in town games, you know, we want to play here at Diamond Field. I always have fun with this. I've had coaches on my show before. Who's the best notable athlete to come out of St. Ampicelli? Like, who is somebody that we would know, like, is playing professionally somewhere today? Playing professionally somewhere today? Uh... Or, Or it could be somebody we know. I don't I don't I don't think we have anybody. We got Matt O'Neill that play coaches assistant baseball coach for the Milwaukee uh Brewers right now. That's probably the most notable. He's assistant coach at Milwaukee uh Brewers development team. Right now, I don't think we have anybody currently playing in the pros. Well, I gotta say, uh Braden Wood, who played soccer at St. Ampicelli, he did. Oh, yeah, brief- we do got Braden playing, yep. playing played for the- ball. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Braden Wood would say, Yeah, that's a Columbus that- Rapids. Yeah, the Columbus Rapids, Braden Woods, heck of a player. And, uh, yeah, that probably is our guy right now that we need to 
roll off of is the Braden Wood. Comes out here and works out all the time. Uh, he's a hard worker. And St. Ampicelli is one of the oldest schools in Columbus. It was founded in 1868 by the Sisters of Mercy. Just so much tradition. If you want to be a, a Viking, just go to be, yep. beaviking.com. I was actually talking to one of the parents that her uh, granddaughter actually was going to St. Ampicelli, and they do have financial aid. It's it's just a great school, and you know I really appreciate just your hard work and getting really successful athletic programs all across the table. You know, we always hear about these high schools where they're great at football, but they're not so great at baseball or not so great at basketball and vice versa. St. Ampicelli is outstanding at football, basketball, baseball, and we really didn't touch up on, on the, on the girls sports, but they have some great sports uh, teams as well. Oh yeah. No question. Our, our girls flag football team made it to the final four last year. Coach Zach Cochran, he's the Atlanta Falcons NFL coach of the year currently right now and they made it to the final four did a great job back-to-back region champs and flag football they did a great job our swim team is really good girls golf is getting better our track and field girl athletes are doing really good our volleyball team is getting better got a new coach uh this year and they're working their tail off they're going to be able to compete at a whole nother level this year so our girl programs are getting better every single day even with our girls cross-country program we got one of the top runners in the state on that team coach black as always thank you so much for being a guest on the show and i cannot wait for that game uh august the 19th against glenwood at Demel field Uh, You should come out there just to see an exciting high school football game. And it was just great having you on the show and taking the time to talk about St. Ampicelli Athletics. Thank you so much for having me, Richard. Anytime you want to come by, we'll love to have you, my man. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to the show. I hope everybody has a great weekend, and we will talk to you Monday. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.